Hello and welcome to Essentials to Heal Yourself. I'm Laura Lee Humphreys. So today's conversation is a big one and I'm going to be covering a lot of topics and hopefully answering a lot of questions you may be thinking within yourself or that you've shared with other people. So this is an episode that you're going to want to listen to all the way through because it really is an important one. So if you have been looking around like most people have at the state of society and everyone's health these days, especially in the last three or four years, it seems like everybody is sick. Everybody has health problems of one kind or another. They're missing work. They've got this going on that they didn't have six months ago. So has this been your experience where you're hearing so many health issues that's going on? And if we've learned anything from the last three years and the experiences from the pandemic, then there's all kinds of stories that have arisen from that of people's ex experiences within healthcare facilities that were far less than prime or optimal and all of the psychological, emotional fallout that occurred during lockdowns, during the last three years of watching people suffer, of suffering yourself, things that people don't even want to talk about. And yet it's critical that we start having the courage to have difficult, truthful, honest conversations about what we have experienced over the last three or four years. Because if we don't, we're not going to be able to heal, progress, and grow, which is the whole point of life, isn't it? So a lot of this confusion, it brings up so much questions and wondering about what happened and loyalties and trust that has been broken within the typical medical conventional establishment. Things that you took for granted before aren't working. Things that you thought were true and valid, you find out aren't. And you're left wondering, well, how, how, do, how do I take care of myself? What do I do? Who do I turn to? I've got this stuff going on in my body and I'm just experiencing health issues that I didn't have two years ago. What do I do with them? Because I don't feel like I can go over to here to these other um, practitioners that I and doctors that I used to believe in and they're not working for me. So now what? You know, there's a lot of confusion. And so my hope is that with today's conversation, it will dispel some of that confusion, help you give help give you a broader perspective as to what's been going on in our society, society, why we are at where we are at. And then from there, help you navigate within yourself some solutions to go forward. So to start with, I'm going to refer to a quote, and I think it's been credited to, credited to Albert Einstein, but I'm not sure. But in any case, this may be a quote that you have heard before, and that is that in order to find solutions to a problem or your way out of any kind of a situation or dilemma, you have to expand your thinking and look to a higher level of mind. You cannot find answers at the level of mind or level of consciousness where the problem was created. That level of mind or consciousness contains the problem. It does not contain the solution. So in order to 
reach into an expanded higher level of mind. How do you do that? Well, number one, you turn within. And that's something that I've talked about in some of these other episodes on this podcast. But in short, in order to tap into a higher level of mind, in order to access answers, it requires that you evolve. And to do that, the process of doing that requires that you look at very honestly and clearly where you're at. To be able to gain a a perspective of not just where you are individually, but where we are at societal as a society. Because you don't live in a bubble. What the larger impacts or larger influences and societal structures impact what information you have available to you, what your choices and options are that you can see. So this first part of our conversation today is to look at the bigger picture of society. How have we gotten to where we are today? In short, what's been very amplified over the last three years is that the media has gone full gangbusters in pushing a narrative that they want you to adopt a narrative that benefits them and their friends, other groups and parties that they are tied into financially and ideologically. And so it's very hard to sift through some of the fog that the media pushes out in order to find truth. And I invite you just to step back and recognize that dynamic, that that exists and that All of the stuff that's been pushed out by the media over the last three years, especially, is to create fog. That is their job. To create confusion, fear, and fog for you. Because they want to herd you into a certain mindset, a certain set of actions and choices that not necessarily are to your benefit. In fact, not at all. And so if you can't understand this game and you can't understand that what is being pushed out is intentionally there to confuse you, then you're going to fall prey to things that ultimately will do you harm. So a couple of things that you can do to help make your way through the fog is to start doing research and follow the money. Look at societal structures, medical establishments, their procedures and things that they do. Step back, wipe the fog out of your eyes and off of your mind and look at it in an objective, curiosity-infused way, like you're looking at it for the first time. And start asking yourself, who's funding these ad campaigns pushing out that the media is pushing out? What procedures and technologies are in the currently known realm of healthcare and who funded them? What are their results? What are people's experiences having used them? Look at the people pushing them. Have they been bought off? Who are they associated with, their best friends with? Who do they lobby with? What's their political affiliation? Questions like that will give you a lot of insight into the loyalties of the people pushing certain 
recommendations at you for how you care for your body and your health. And as you dig into that and follow the money, then it will be easy to see a lot of corruption, a lot of people who've been bribed, blackmailed, bought off, whose loyalties are towards large mega global corporations that are tied to individuals and groups and political parties who want to control everything, including you, your body, your mind. This is what's been at play for a long time. And as I've mentioned in other uh, podcasts, if you look back to the, over to the history of the last hundred or so years, starting with the 1910 Flexner report, where you'll see that that is a big milestone in the turning of the entire medical establishment towards a direction that is more for profit and for um, technologies and innovations and things that aren't necessarily with your best interest in mind. Because at the time, what happened through the Flexner report was that the fallout from that report, rather, I should say, is that all of the natural healing technology um, traditions and modalities and wisdom that people had looked to forever for centuries, what people had done for centuries, much of that was discredited, twisted, turned, pushed under the rug, and a lot of practitioners in the med in the natural healing fields and space in that time were silenced, discredited, their license stripped, and they were taken out to make way for the behemoth that we have today, which we are now seeing the fallout of it through the corruption, the greed, the dissatisfying experiences of people, the damage that has done to, been done to people. And yet, <laughs> despite all of that, I promise you, it's not all gloom and doom. Because there's always been an undercurrent of natural healing protocols, techniques, practitioners, innovations, and technologies. And if you look closely enough, I promise you, you will see this new wave rising of natural healing protocols and technologies coming again into the forefront. And they are utilizing technologies that have been actually known for a while. They just, some of them have been kind of suppressed. For example, look into um, Tesla and Rife technologies. That's, that's one example of things that have, technologies that has been based on a level of physics and an understanding of energy and frequency that is not in the mainstream. However, it is coming more and more into the mainstream. And I can promise you the future of medicine is the ad, the, to adopt frequency medicine, to understand a new level of physics and how energy works. We see it already through new um, technologies and devices. For example, the Rife machine. There's the BC, um, BCX machine, which is based on frequencies. We have technologies that are biofeedback machines or using frequency, they're able to scan the systems of your body to see how you're doing, your nutritional deficiencies, where you're out of balance. There's things that can read and sense and take pictures of your energy system. 
not just technologies like the EKGs, the CAT scans. Those technologies actually are based upon an understanding and a physics of energy, of frequency. So there's lots of technologies out and about now that are drawn on an, a greater understanding of frequency, of energy. Look at cell phones, the internet, 5G, all of the different technologies that rely on a wireless application, which is an understanding of frequency and energy. So we're already using those technologies that are built based upon a greater understanding of energy, and yet it's time to bring that more personalized to you. This is what I mean when it, I say, in order to find solutions to our situations and some of our problems, we have to expand our mind and our understanding of things. We are in an energy age. We've been in it for a few decades and it's becoming more and more apparent with all of the technologies that we have, not just um, how we use our computers and our phones. There are devices like biofeedback machines, theta chambers, hyperbaric chambers, the EES system, Kirlian photography, which has been around for a long, long time. So all of these things are examples of the new direction that energy, that medicine is going into, which is energy medicine. Why do I bring this up? Because a lot of these devices and technologies affect you and your energy system. It's helping to heal you and shift your health at the energetic level. Therefore, it's very important that you begin to understand and see yourself as an energetic being so that you can understand and take advantage of these technologies that are coming online more and more, that are becoming known more and more so that you can then use them for your benefit as well as understand the damage of radiation and EMFs and other frequency intrusions from things like Wi-Fi, cell tower, cell phone towers, 5G radiations, etc. Frequencies that are harmful to you. One of the reasons why I believe a lot of these other energy medicine devices and technologies are coming out is because we are under assault all the time from EMFs and unhealthy frequencies that scramble our own energy system, our own energy field, which then takes a toll on our physical health. If you cannot wrap your brain around the fact that you are an energetic being that you have a highly complex energy system that's interfaced with your physical body and greatly influences the health of your physical body, you will have a very hard time understanding this. And it will be very easy to deny the, the effects of radiation damage and radiation disease, the effects of 5G. And it can make you very reticent and even close-minded towards some of these technologies that I just mentioned that are the cutting edge currently of energy healing medicine. 
that is where you need to look in order to really make sense of a lot of the confusion that's going on and to offer solutions to drug-based therapies that are based upon Newtonian physics models that are obsolete, incorrect, and inaccurate. We are moving away from that level of consciousness, of level of understanding of physics and of science towards a greater reality, which is more based upon frequency, physics, and energy, like what these new technologies are telling us. Now, I know I've gotten off onto a little bit of a tangent there, but I wanted to convey to you, this is something important for you to learn about, educate yourself on, and be watching for. Because when you deal with yourself at an energetic level, that can help heal your physical body to a depth and in a way that just relying on physical chemicals that you find in medications, which are actually toxic, um, relying solely on physical things like herbs and foods, while they are important, there's also more to the picture here. So I'm encouraging you to expand your mind. And this immediately brings you up against, and me, up against a barrier of why is it so difficult to change? Why is it so difficult to stretch our minds open to accept new things? A lot of it has to do with how we've been taught and our social and familial conditioning and programming. Much of our societal programming has been specifically to keep you locked into a very small window of perception, a very small window or belief structure of how you view yourself in your life and your body, a very small window about what you are to do in order to heal yourself when you fall sick. That's what keeps you going back to the old systems and healthcare practices and procedures and practitioners that cause more damage and harm than they do good. So I invite you then to start to look at some of your thinking. And that's what I wanted to end with today is to invite you into that. So to do that, I have identified about seven core unconscious beliefs that we tend to hold in mass. You'll have your own version of these, your own flavor of these unconscious seven beliefs that prevent you from healing, that prevent you from expanding yourself, expanding your mind to allow and accept new possibilities. So this podcast, this conversation today is the beginning of a new series that I'm going to share with you where I'm going to break down in detail each of these seven unconscious beliefs so that you can begin to identify them in your life, how they show up, how you express them through the patterns and behaviors that you do, the choices that you make that may not be doing you any favors in the end.
Why don't they do you any favors? Well, these seven core unconscious beliefs are have three different qualities to them all. Firstly, they are fundamentally negative and very fear-based. They are at their root based upon outdated, incorrect, and flawed information. Remember how I just mentioned, again, how much of the current medical approach to things is based on Newtonian physics model, which is outdated and flawed and incorrect in many ways, being replaced by a greater understanding of physics and energy and frequency. This is one example, okay? So when we look at these seven unconscious beliefs that we all carry individually, then you can step back and look at them and to see, ask yourself, okay, where's the flaw? Are these outdated? Do I need to let them go because they're no longer serving me? And thirdly, these unconscious beliefs are fundamentally very limiting. They keep your perception, your viewpoint into a very narrow box, which keeps you very small in your choices, in your living, in how you do things. It eliminate, they eliminate many options that are actually available to you right now, but you don't see them because of these unlimiting, of these seven unconscious limiting beliefs. So to wrap up, I want to give you an example of something that I experienced a lot during the years that I was doing massage therapy full-time. So clients would come into me in, in to my room and say, okay, I've got this and this, this going on with me. I want you to address that and that during the massage. And I said, great, fine. I'll do that. And so I go about doing the massage, focusing on the areas that they had requested and something that I noticed time and time and time again was that number one, some of their aches and pains were not things that a massage therapy session could fix. Some of those aches and pains really had more to do with their diet, their lifestyle, their mindset, and their emotional health. Without being willing to look deeper into yourself and really explore these areas of yourself, then how are you going to be able to heal much of anything? You won't. Instead, your body will develop more and more aches and pains, more and more health issues over time. And it's easy to fall into the trap of, oh, well, that's just aging. I can't do anything about it. And I'm telling you that belief is a very false one because you can do something about it. So I have lots of Lots of clients that would come in over the years that would sit, you know, share with me all of their aches and pains. And then I would say, well, okay, how about this, this, and this to help what you just asked me to fix. And then they would say, oh, but it's, that's just the way my body is. Well, it's, I've, I'm this particular age and in my fifties, my sixties and seventies. Well, that's just natural. That's just how life is supposed to be. Your body's supposed to fall apart when you turn 45. I'm like, seriously, come on. Where did you adopt these ideas? It's craziness. It's not true. And then on the other side, and then, so with these people, then they're just consigned or resigned to the degenerative cycle that ultimately leads in disease and death. They just 
resigned to the fact that, oh, this is just what my body's going to do. It's going to now break down. That is a prime example of someone living within a very small window of perception of what's possible based upon the seven unconscious beliefs that I'll be sharing with you in the, in the forthcoming episodes. Don't be that way. <laughs> if you are, then pay attention to these episodes and start to change your thinking. Be willing to grow and expand and to evolve. Then I also had other clients that would come in and their perception and, and belief and paradigm is very different because they understood that their body is malleable. It changes. It's adaptable. You're always making new cells all every day, all day long. You're always building a new body. If it's possible to build a new body, there's no reason in hell why you cannot be building that new body to be a healthier, stronger, more robust one. It's up to you to do this. That is the work of personal growth of healing. Provided you are willing to look at yourself, expand your thinking and your perception of your body and how it operates, as long as you're willing to do the things to heal yourself, like bringing in the proper nutrition, getting rid of the toxic things, getting rid of the fake food, getting out in the, into nature and, and bringing sunshine onto your body, exercising, moving your body, doing all the things to live the seven laws, natural laws of health, you can rebuild your body. You can experience a life free of pain and aches and disease. Even when you're 50 and 60 and 70, it's possible. People do it every day. The difference is in the thought processes, in the thinking. And so that's why I wanted to share these seven unconscious beliefs with you within the series to help you start to identify where you are hanging yourself up and why. And instead offering you a new perspective of what's possible that you do not have to stay within the small confining box pushed upon you by outside forces and influences of the media, of the medical establishment, of the education system, of religion, of your family. Just because that's what you were raised with does not mean you need to keep those thought processes. That's not what living a full life is about. Yes, it takes change. Yes, it requires stepping out into the unknown. That's why it's so difficult because you have to step out into the unknown and consider new options. You have to look at yourself and say, truthfully, wow, this is what I've been doing to myself. This is what I've believed. Is this really working? Is it really true? Maybe it was for me 30 years ago. Is it true today? Be willing to adapt and change. Be willing to expand your mind so that you can receive new options, new ideas, new solutions to the current problem you find yourself in. Stop complaining about the current aches and pains and things you don't like in your life simply because you're afraid to stretch your mind to receive new information and to learn and to grow. Let that go. It's not doing you any favors. So with that, I encourage you to grab the free PDF gift I have for you today with this episode. And it is 
all about these seven unconscious beliefs that prevent you from healing. The link to download them is below in the description of this episode. So grab that, read through it, see how it applies to you. And please share this episode with friends and families and people that you know could be benefit from this conversation. Like this episode, subscribe to my channel, help me grow my podcast. And with that, thank you so much for tuning in today. I know it's been a big conversation, but it is an important one. So with that, look forward to the next episodes within this new series and take care.